Hi, I'm John Hill, pastor of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, and I want to welcome you to our radio program, Grounded. For the next 30 minutes, we hope to bring you God's message in a way that connects with you wherever you may be today. We hope that you enjoy and find yourself a little more grounded in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. Welcome to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, Alabama. Grounded is presented by Veritas Classical School, Lake Martin. Visit VeritasLM.com or look them up on Facebook at VeritasLM. By Red Flag Pest Control. For dependable, affordable pest control, find them on Facebook or at RedFlagPestControl.com. And by Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City. This is Grounded. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Esther. If you um, have been keeping up with us in our reading, you have read through this chapter and the story this week. It is probably one of my favorite books of the Bible. Did you know that Esther is the only book in the Bible that does not mention God at all? Uh, And yet God's handiwork is all over. You see God's fingerprints all throughout the book of Esther and how God uses Esther and her uncle, her cousin, however you want to say it, her, Mordecai, and how he, uh, how God uses them to bring glory to the kingdom. I'm going to be reading from chapter 3, beginning with verse 5 and going through verse number 9. When Haman saw that Mordecai was not bowing down or paying him homage. He was filled with rage. Now, Haman is uh, one of the king's upper people, and he was not a good person. And when Mordecai, he, he expected everybody to bow down and pay him homage as he walked through. And Haman, I mean, Mordecai was not doing that. And when that happened, he was, uh, Haman was filled with rage. And when he learned of Mordecai's ethnic identity, he was a Jew. Haman decided not to do away with Mordecai alone. He planned to destroy all of Mordecai's people, the Jews, throughout Ahasuerus' kingdom. Um, In the first month, the month of Nisan, and King Ahasuerus' twelfth year, Pure, that is the lot, was cast before Haman for each day in the month. And it fell on the twelfth month, the month of Adar. And then Haman informed King Ahasuerus, there is only one ethnic group scattered throughout the peoples in every province of your kingdom, and yet living in isolation. Their laws are different from everyone else's, and they do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to tolerate them. If the king approves, let an order be drawn up authorizing their destruction, and I will pay 375 tons 
of silver to the accountants for deposit into the royal treasury. The word of God for the people of God. I took a class in seminary called United Methodist History and Doctrine. It's one of the toughest classes I've ever taken. Uh, Dr. Barry Bryant was the professor. Now, Dr. Barry Bryant was kind of an arrogant man, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I'm not so sure that he wasn't around when John Wesley was here. Uh, and if you ask him, he would tell you that he knew as much about Wesley as Wesley did. And so he came into the class the first day and he told us, he said, now most of you people are going to be, if you're taking this class, you're United Methodist. And if you're taking this class and you're United Methodist and you're going to become a pastor in the United Methodist Church, you're going to have to go before the Board of Ordained Ministry and you're going to have to answer their questions. If, 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 if you pass my class, you don't have anything to worry about. Because you will know more about John Wesley than anybody else in that room. And you know what? After taking this class, I'm not so sure he wasn't correct. He handed us, the first day of class, he handed us the syllabus of the class. And it detailed out every class period. And then after he handed us out a syllabus on the first day of class, he handed us our final exam on the first day of class. And it had eight questions on it. And he said, here's your final exam. Now, come day of the final exam, I'm going to cast lots. And I am going to pick whichever number comes up will be the number of the question that you have to answer. You're only going to have to answer three of them. But it's out of eight. And we'll just let it be determined by casting of the lots. And so on the day of the final exam, he came in and he had an eight-sided die. I'd never seen one before. Now, you, now I know that you can have dies made that are all have a different number of sides. And he came in and he cast that lot. And whatever number popped up, he wrote it on the board and he said, that's your first question. He took it and did it again. That's your second question. He did it again. That was our third question. It took me three and a half hours to take that exam. I didn't feel lucky that day, to be quite honest with you. You know, Haman comes and he gets really upset because Mordecai has insulted him. And he's in a position that he can do something about it. And so not only is he going to wipe out Mordecai, he's going to wipe out Mordecai's entire family, entire people, the Jewish race. And he cast a lot. He rolled a dice to determine which month and which day of the month that he was going to do this. And it came up for the month of 12. Adar. These were also called pure. P-U-R. They were also called lots. But even today, the Jewish people celebrate the Feast of Purim, or the Festival of Purim, P-U-R-I-N, M. 
And what they do, it is a time of great celebration where they remember what happened in Esther and how the Jewish people were saved. And so it is really, and, and they exchange presents and they have big meals and they have this reading where they actually read through the book of Esther. And whenever Mordecai's name is mentioned, everybody in church cheers, woo! And whenever the name Haman, they boo and they jeer. Uh, it's quite interesting. Um, the, and that still continues in this day. They have these little triangular, and if it wasn't for COVID, I, I actually thought about making some for everybody. But they're little pastries and they're triangles. And they put something inside of it. And a lot of times they're made now, they're, they can be made with shortbread or they can be made with chocolate chip cookie dough. And they make them into triangles and they put some sort of filling in it. And they fold it over and it's called Haman's Purse. And uh, it's something that they pass out and that you eat. Um, anyway, uh, Haman is going to kill the Jewish people by the roll of a dice. And so Mordecai, who is of some relation, now theologians will disagree. Some people say that it's her cousin. Some people say, most people say it's her uncle. I've even read some theologians that say that it, they may have even been married, been husband and wife. Who, we're not really sure, but most of the common, commonly accepted is that it was her uncle. And so Mordecai is out there, and Queen uh, and Esther has essentially won a contest because the king got mad at his wife and he held this contest throughout the land and Esther won the contest and he be, she became the queen and so she's there Mordecai's outside the gate but he finds out he finds out about this plot by Haman and he goes to Esther and he says Esther you've got to help us because What's going to happen is Haman's going to kill everybody. And you've got to go to the king. And Esther said, I cannot go to the king without being invited by the king. You know this as well as I do. If anybody, male or female, goes into the king's presence without his permission, then they, have, they could be killed. And so Haman, I mean, so Mordecai, in the fourth chapter of Esther, says this to her. Don't think that you will escape the fate of all the Jews because you are in the king's palace. If you keep silent at this time, liberation and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place, but you and your father's house will be destroyed. Who knows? Perhaps you've come to your royal position for such a time as this. More of today's message is next on Grounded. 
Veritas Classical School Lake Martin, located in Alexander City, offers families a unique academic opportunity. Using a classical Christian model of education, Veritas provides a robust, rigorous, and flexible college preparatory option, including partnerships with homeschool families. Already a great value, Veritas offers affordable tuition options for full and part-time students and flexible payment plans. For more information, visit VeritasLM.com, email VeritasLakeMartin at gmail.com, or call Jill Hill at 256-872-4724. Hi, this is John Hill. I want to invite you to go and like our Facebook page at Flint Hill UMC. We'd love to have you come follow us on that page, and you can watch us simulcasting our worship services on there and keep up with all the information going on at Flint Hill. Now, back to more of Grounded with Pastor John Hill. So Haman delivers, I mean, Mordecai delivers those words to her. She decides to go to the king. The king accepts her into his presence. And she says, can I make a, can I, she does what, she gets to the king's heart just like any other wife would. Let me fix you something to eat. Let me fix you something really, really good, as a matter of fact. And so she does this. She does it not once, but she does it twice. And she says, invite Haman by the way. And so she kind of flips the table on Haman during this time and she saves the Jewish people and becomes a hero of the faith for the Jewish people and for us even today. Now, my question to you this morning is this, is simply this. Where are you in life? Where are you today in life? Are you in a good place in your life? Are you at a place in your life where you've kind of got it going on? I mean, it, it, it is, you've got life kind of like you have always dreamed of having life. You, you, you've got it set up. You've got everything's going well. Everything is, is, is kind of going right in the order that you wanted it to. Or maybe it's not going in the order that you necessarily wanted to, but it's so much better than really what you ever thought it would be. That's kind of what Esther was. Esther was kind of in that boat. I mean, life was good for her. She was living in the palace. She had plenty to eat. She was treated like a queen. Everybody bowed down to her. She, she, was, she had it going on. She had it going on. And there are some of us who have it going on, who are enjoying life. Life is good. Let's don't, you ever heard that saying, Let, don't rock the boat? Don't tip the boat over, rock the boat. Don't tip. There was, remember that song? That was not in the script, by the way. That just you got that extra right there. You just popped in there. Lord help us. Uh, that's yeah, absolutely. Don't rock the boat. Things are going good. Don't rock the boat because if you do, it'll tip us over and everything will go bad. That's kind of where Esther was. Do I rock the boat here? Do I make a do I make a wave here? Uh, do I stand up for because I could lose all the, this could be very detrimental for me. Not only could I lose this this castle that I'm living. No, not only could I lose everything that I've got going on, I could lose my life. So where are you? Maybe you are at a place that you would rather not be. Now I've been, I've been in these places. Uh, I've been in these, I've had these times in my life where I'm like, man, I, I would do anything for a change to come about. 
whatever that change may be. I, you ever been in a job that you just wish you didn't have to go to? Oh my gosh, I wish I didn't have to go to that job. Uh, it, it may be the most horrible thing in your life that you could ever think of. Or maybe it's your place in life right now. Maybe uh, I hear young people say, I wish I was older. And then I hear older people say, I wish I was younger. Um, kind of never satisfied with where they are in life. My mom, at one point in time, my mom had to go to an assisted living place. She did not want to go to an assisted living place at all. I mean, that was like, like a fate worse than death for her. Um, and and she she got she got she spent two and a half years in assisted living, maybe closer to three. But she will still tell you today that was the worst time of her life because her freedoms were taken away, and she hated that. She hated that. That was not a good place for her to be. Maybe it is the place where you live. Uh, maybe it is, if you're watching online, maybe it is the school that you're in uh, that you just say, you know, I wish I wasn't a part of this school. I wish there was some other place I could go. You know, if you're watching online, maybe it's those who are, uh, are living on the coast. We have some former members that I saw on Facebook who are living on the coast now, and they're digging out from Hurricane Sally. It's probably not the place they want to be right now. You know, the, the Gulf Coast is... is, is been hit very very hard and a lot of those people are sweeping out water and sand from their businesses and from their homes that's probably not the place they want to be right now let's just face it but maybe god has put you right where you are or maybe you put yourself there by decisions that you've made or maybe somebody else has made a decision that's put you there. Who knows? Maybe you're where you are for such a time as this. Maybe, who knows? Maybe there's a person whom God wants to use you to reach. Maybe there's a person that needs to hear a word of encouragement from you. And God wants to use you as an answer to a prayer. Maybe somebody has been praying, Lord, I am so miserable right now in this situation. I've been sweeping sand out of my house for the last week after this hurricane. And I can't deal with this anymore. Please, God, help me. Who knows? God may be tapping you on the shoulder to make a phone call. Who knows? There may be somebody who is so miserable in their job. And God is wanting to use you to impact them in some way. Who knows? God may want to use you for such a time as this. Now here's what I know. Here's what I know. Where we are in life is not an accident. More of today's message is next on Grounded.
Red Flag Pest Control is Central Alabama's regional leader in pest control with hometown service. Whether it's termites, bed bugs, terminal treatment, carpenter bees, mosquitoes, even nuisance control and animal exclusion, Red Flag gets the job done at a price that works for your family or business. Call Red Flag Pest Control at 888-943-0353. That's 888-943-0353. Red Flag Pest Control, Central Alabama's regional leader in pest control with hometown service. 888-943-0353. In life, it's important that we have people to lean on. For a Christian, that means a loving, caring, and compassionate church family. Flint Hill United Methodist Church exists to be a lighthouse and a life-saving station through Christian outreach. We offer a nursery, children and youth programs, outreach ministries, small group Bible study, volunteer opportunities, and more. All visitors are welcome. Services begin at 1045 on Sunday mornings at Flint Hill United Methodist Church, just off Old Dateville Road in Alex City. For more information, look up Flint Hill Church on Facebook. Now, back to more of Grounded with Pastor John Hill. I'm a type of person, I don't believe in good luck and bad luck. You ever heard that country song, if it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all? I, I don't believe in luck. I do believe we get to places because... Uh, sometimes we make a decision that puts us in a certain situation. Or maybe sometimes we don't make the decision, but somebody else makes a decision and it impacts our life and we end up at a certain place. I believe that happens. Uh, That's not luck. That's the result of somebody making a decision, either a good decision or a not-so-good decision. Uh, I also believe that the Bible tells us that God guides certain situations. And God will allow us, and I'm not so sure that God doesn't put us in situations at some point in time. Because the scripture certainly tells us that. That God puts us in certain situations, and God uses us to bring glory to the kingdom. Now, I don't think that's luck. I'll be honest with you, I don't think that uh, one day there was this great big explosion, and our universe was formed. Uh, not by itself. Now, you ask me, could God have used a big bang and created our universe? Absolutely. But there was intelligence behind it. It didn't just happen by luck. That's not how God works. God directs and God shows us paths. Sometimes we choose the wrong path, but even when we choose the wrong path, God can use that to bring glory to the kingdom. If we allow God to do so, it really doesn't matter. What matters is what God wants us to use us for while we are here. And if we're going to be open to his direction, life doesn't just happen by the roll of a dice. The universe was not created just out of a big bang. So we have to ask ourselves the question, if God is at work, which we agree that God is at work, then what is God wanting you to do? Where is God leading you? How can you use the situation that you're in right now, whether it be good or whether it be bad, whether it be in health or in sickness, whether it be in debt or in prosperity, whether it be where you want to be or not? 
how can you use where you are in life to bring glory to the kingdom of God? Esther used it to save God's people. And I believe God has a task for all of us that's just as big as that. Thank you for listening to Grounded. We hope you've enjoyed today's message and will join us again next Sunday. If you'd like to partner with and help support this ministry, visit flinthillchurch.com or look us up on Facebook. Search Flint Hill UMC. No gift is too small and your support is greatly appreciated. Again, thanks for listening to Grounded. Hi, this is Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church. I hope you have enjoyed our program, Grounded. And if you want to hear more, to take this with you wherever you go, maybe you go walking in the mornings and you plug in those headphones, go to iTunes and download the podcast. It's called Flint Hill Grounded, and again, it can be found on iTunes. And we hope that you enjoy it and find a spiritual boost from the message that we're presenting. Veritas Classical School Lake Martin, located in Alexander City, offers families a unique academic opportunity. Using a classical Christian model of education, Veritas provides a robust, rigorous, and flexible college preparatory option, including partnerships with homeschool families. Already a great value, Veritas offers affordable tuition options for full and part-time students and flexible payment plans. For more information, visit VeritasLM.com, email VeritasLakeMartin at gmail.com, or call Jill Hill at 256-872-4724. You've been listening to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, Alabama. Grounded is presented by Veritas Classical School, Lake Martin. Visit VeritasLM.com or look them up on Facebook at VeritasLM by Red Flag Pest Control. For dependable, affordable pest control, find them on Facebook or at redflagpestcontrol.com. And by Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City. Join us every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. for Grounded.